This week's episode of Greetings from Storybrooke is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com storybrook. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that link is audibletrial.com slash storybrook. Into the woods, it's time to go. I hate to leave, I have to, though. Into the woods, it's time, and so I must begin my journey. Into the woods and through the trees to where I am expected, ma'am. Into the woods to grandmother's house. Greetings from Storybrooke. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And this is... The festival, I wish to go to the, the festival, festival, the festival, festival the festival, festival, to dance before the prince. prince. Ha, 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 ha. We also talk about ABC's hit series, Once Upon a Time. But not tonight. Nope, not tonight. Tonight, it's all about other fairy tale media stuff that's been going on lately. We're talking Such about... As- into the woods. Into the woods. Into the woods. Into the woods and out of the woods and home before technical difficulties, which we had. And we're also talking about ABC's Galavant. Galavant! Uh, but it's great to see you guys. Our first Hello. episode of the new year. Uh, happy 2015. Happy 2015. Cheers for sure. Y'all. And uh, before we get started talking uh, with the main discussion topics, uh, you know, Galavant. 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 I've been saying it which weird. Is, you, yeah, on. No. All, all the time. Yeah. Technically, uh, we're recording this Sunday night it's airing right now uh we're, we're good your facebook's like i started a live stream at youtube <laughs> i did uh, we, uh but uh anyway uh we have uh i wanted to point out our wonderful rumple stilt skin cutout that jasmine sent us a couple weeks ago we uh we showed it off on the universe box planning session uh yes. but i wanted to show it off on greetings too so there it is and it's wearing uh. my beatles wig um, a backstage pass from a Bare Naked Ladies concert, which you can't see because the monitor's blocking it. And a Pinocchio. And a little Pinocchio that I, I believe uh, someone who sent us something new uh, sent us a while back. You're but uh, we'll talk about that in a couple minutes. But I guess we should get uh, started talking about Gallivant. 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 First. Gallivant. There's going to be a lot of singing There's going to be a lot of singing. <laughs> a lot of singing. Okay. Hey, Amory, why don't you start us off with the rhyming episode summary? Rhyming episode summary. Go. Rhyming episodes. I want to go to the festival. To dance before the prince. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Uh, No, we don't actually have a rhyming episode summary uh, tonight. (laughs) But I guess we'll get started uh, with the main. uh, What we did, um, and the the third and fourth episodes are airing tonight. But we watched the first two episodes. A couple times, actually. Uh, it's not going to be as in-depth of a discussion as usual, but I guess we'll start off like normal. Amory, what did you think of Gallivant overall? Um, not really my cup of tea. Why is that? Um, you know, maybe I'm just not in the mood for it at this moment mm-hmm. because there's been so much like serious shenanigans going on yeah. and all that. But I have to be in a certain mood for this kind of humor. Drunk. 
sometimes frequently. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. With pizza. Um, and I'm not there. Mm-hmm. So maybe that was the problem. Maybe I just needed to drink more when yeah. watching it. I mean, it's catchy. Mm-hmm. It's catchy. We may have just covered my two points, but, um, yeah. But I, like, I, I can see why people are enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I enjoyed a lot of aspects of it. I didn't mm-hmm. think it added up to something that I'm super excited about yet. But, right. it, I mean, th- there were things I liked about it and things I didn't. I, get, I guess I'll start uh, off with my main uh, – the thing I noticed about it, uh, the, the strongest thing I, I, I found in the show. Here. And sorry if I sound a little flustered. I just had some really tro- terrible troubles with uh, the, the technical was side. was not of, so nice. But let's not talk about it. Yeah. Otherwise, it will come back. Let's uh, let's let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. This is going to be the uh, bad musical edition of yep. Greetings from Story. Sorry, y'all. No, but something I noticed about this, and it's kind of counter to uh, the way I, on once uh, fairy tale uh, characters are sort of portrayed and, uh, you know, just in general. Mm. But uh, nobody has an honest relationship with another human being on this show no. ever, except for maybe Gallivant and Ga- Gallivant, Gallivant, Gallivant. Gallivant and uh, his, his assistant. Oh, I, I forget I the assistant's name. Assistant guy. But uh, yeah, there, there's no honest relationship. It seems like every relationship, more or less, is based on lies. Uh, first off, uh, the the ori- originating relationship between Gallivant and his his lady fair. Um, yep. Really, she she's she wants power. She wasn't like in love with him. In love with him, she was. She seemed like she was. Like I think I I, I got the impression that she was more in love with his power. Mm, well, yes, I see that because you know he was the big hero. The hero. He, he was gallant, gallivant, gallant, gallivant. Uh, but uh, and also um, the the king and uh, Gallivant's lady again. I forget the character's name. I should have written it down. Uh, but their relationship is based on a lie too. Too. She's basically just making a fool of himself of him yeah. uh, without him even realizing it. Like, I, did, did you notice that too? Um, I was responding to something. I know that I was pulling you back. Oh, pulling I'm back. here. I'm here. Um, did I notice what? Did did I, uh, you notice that the um, lack of real relationships and how they were yeah, all crazy? What, what did you think of the dynamic with the king and uh, his wife, uh, the queen, uh, and kind of her making a fool out of him and everything? It was. Because it, it was obvious she he, was – well, I mean it, it's even shown on screen she was sleeping with the court jester yeah. and everything. But then like he goes to be be like all manly mm. and like take it over and yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't really like the – I don't like the cheating thing. So mm-hmm. I don't really – I don't find that funny. Yeah. So yeah. Well, I mean, there's that. To a degree, the, the king uh, – the evil king is supposed to come off as a bit of, of a buffoon. It, it reminded me a little of like King John from – the old Disney Robin Hood who's always yes. sucking his thumb and everything. Yeah, and that oh, – yeah, that so, and um, – So it makes sense that he's like – he's being cuckolded and he doesn't even realize it. And it's literally right there. Yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of – um, wasn't it Robin Hood Men in Tights? It had this mm-hmm. very same feel. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, So, I mean, for I sure. like that movie. Maybe I was yes. just – like, like uh, you know, one one thing in the first episode, especially, and it kind of uh, I, I got better in the second episode, but I really didn't like the king's big number it, right after uh, she leaves with the jester either. Like, no. I don't. The actor's fine enough, and he's doing a decent job. He's he's playing the character as it he's should doing, be played. Yeah, he's doing what he's supposed to. But I I don't know. It just the his his big uh, introductory number didn't really seem all that impressive to me, and it it didn't seem like the the rest of the cast in the show. Like they're into in it. it. No, they're yeah. like, I'm getting paid. 
just yeah, hanging. Yeah, they, they, they were cogs in a machine, not artists on a stage sort of thing. It yeah. Felt like, it felt like a little bit. But again, that that improved the second episode. But yeah, no honest relationships really. And uh, it, it, like I said, it's an interesting counterpoint just because in most traditional tales like this, including Once Upon a Time, uh, you know, the all the emotions, whether they're positive or negative, hate, uh, jealousy, love, they all burn bright and yeah. true and honest. So it's kind of interesting to see this kind of world portrayed where nobody <laughs> really is honest with any other characters. No, not at all. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Patty wants to submit requests for our singing to sing Princess Isabel. Uh, I forget. What, yeah, I don't forget. Remember what her song went like. Yeah. Um, my name is Princess <laughs> Isabel. <laughs> I, I, don't I don't look much like Belle, but I, I would like to like tell Gallivant a lie. Gallivant! Yeah, and that's Gallivant. actually another one I wanted to mention, too, is uh, Isabella is working behind uh, Gallivant's back with the king. <laughs> you know, she's like a secret agent for the oh, king. Yeah. Did you miss yeah, that? Yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah, sorry. It's fine. I, I missed that a little bit. Um, you got the jokes. That's I got, I got some of the jokes. I got some <laughs> of the jokes, which leads to the point that I said, this is not really my kind of comedy. Mm-hmm. It's very broad. A lot, lot of testicle humor. I know. And I'm really not big in that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a time, there's a place. I don't think Sunday night at 8 o'clock. Well, I mean, so, for me, like, I mean, they, I mean, even kids cartoons have those kind of jokes. I but know. And I mean, there's a time and a place, but it's not 10 times in one episode. Yeah, you know, like you know, we can use this. We can use a stray joke. But yeah, um, you know, there are the good one liners. There were some funny ones. I can't think of them off the top mm-hmm. of my head, but they were there. Yeah. Um, but the music was catchy. I was humming <laughs> it for the next five minutes until the next mm-hmm. song came on. Especially that main theme. You you know, some of the humor I did really enjoy, though, was all all of the like the meta humor, kind of like the 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 internal commentary on the format and Uh everything. Uh, A couple uh, items I wanted to point out was uh, right after uh, Isabella and Gallivant and his assistant all set out on their journey. Mm -hmm. They're they're doing a song. And Gallivant sing for for a big majority of it. Mm -hmm. And then she just tries to like. And I, I better not tell him I'm working for the king. And then Gallivant hears it. So it's kind of like she 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 tries to sing her emotions and mm-hmm. then he hears it immediately. Because, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times in those scenes, people are singing things that no one maybe, else can somehow hear or other characters shouldn't know at that mm-hmm. point. And uh, it, it was just funny to have him hear it. And I also uh, really loved uh, like right at the end of that number, actually, he, he, you know, ends with a big, long note like, oh. And he says, uh, you know, and then he says, it's a really, that's a really long song and falls down. Uh, so I thought that was funny. <laughs> I also kind of wanted to see how long I could hold that. I that actually probably good. could, have, I probably could have gone twice as long as that, but I figured it might be getting annoying. Yeah, um, no, not at all. No. And I also really loved the, the, the hateful love song in episode two where like you're putrid mm-hmm. and like, I, I love, I, I love how you make me hate life and all in I grow, growing, you're growing on me like mold. Yeah. That was so weird. <laughs> yeah, and it was it was kind of like a a duet duet with like the two different couples going back and forth. Yeah, and, and it was actually probably the most complex song out of the two episodes we watched for sure. I wouldn't. I don't. I don't know things like music. <laughs> I just go, hey, that's catchy. Yeah. 
But uh, you kind of enjoyed that episode. Okay, the second episode. The second more episode, too, right? yes. Um, the jowl scene. Maybe I just enjoyed it because it really, really reminded me of a Knight's Tale. Mm-hmm. With the whole practicing, and he's getting entered for this because they need him to be entered for it. Yes. A Knight's Tale, the first movie I ever went to see in the theater that put me to sleep. Really? It, it, I, I don't know. It, it just didn't grab me. It just I didn't grab me. Well, Heath Ledger. I think it was like the modern day music kind of Which threw me Which apparently I typed Health Ledger into the doc. Health Ledger. That's yeah. actually his real name. Oh, Heath Ledger. It's ironic. Rest in peace. Um, <laughs> okay. Other mom- things from that. John Stamos. Hearts. Mm-hmm. Big hearts. For- there, there it is. You got to love Stamos. You got to love Stamos. There was no Greek yogurt to be seen. So you that was pretty nice. can't go wrong with Stamos. No. No. Um, also, is it just me or does the big priceless jewel look like the sims jewel yes and yes, it was like, kind of lit up a little <laughs> did you know we speak sandwich <laughs> but yeah like in that the, mm-hmm. the first show or the first episode it didn't really you know it had a little bit of a like a darker emerald look but yeah. when she the the assistant because we can't remember his name <laughs> um hands the jewel over it had like this mm-hmm. glow going through it i was like it's the yeah, I thought it was kind of weird too that like uh, they they seemed to be kind of careless with that overall. Like like they were just the, throwing the big it around like jewel? Yes. throwing it around like a paperweight when it was supposedly this great precious item. It's kind of like the MacGuffin almost uh, for her character, anyway, right? You know, Isabella's character. But uh, yeah, overall, uh, I I guess uh, that's probably. Do do you have anything else you want to say about Caliban? I do not anticipate watching the rest of the series. Um, let's see here. <laughs> See, you at least have notes. I mean, it's yeah, only about I, I a quarter only... of a page, but you at least have notes. I, two other notes I had was that Isabella didn't look very much like her parents at all. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> which I thought That's... was kind of weird, but it actually might be kind of the joke, too. Or yeah. it might be a plot point. Who knows? Who Maybe knows? she's adopted. Uh, and uh, I also um, I was also kind of curious how Gallivant paid his squire since he was just the town drunkard by the time they picked up the story a year later. Yeah. That was, I thought it was a little weird. Okay, little so weird. I guess uh, we should do one arbitrary scale for each piece oh of media my. we're talking about. So, okay, let's see here. Sim jewels. Sim Out jewels. of 532 balls, how many balls do you give this uh, these two episodes of Gallivant? <laughs> I just give it a guffaw. Um, you can give it a guffaw. Uh, I'm just two hundred. Two hundred? Why? Really, it wasn't mm-hmm. holding me. Let me let me ask you this: Can you do a separate rating, uh, arbitrary scale for the first episode and the second episode? Fair enough. I would have I would have cut to a close up of you here, but your camera's oh, my not camera's working. Broken that was right part now. of the technical issues. Um, I, okay, so let's see. Five. That's all I got. So, oh, so what? What do I think of it? Yes. What do okay. you think of it? I was getting there. Okay, out of five hundred and thirty-two balls, I will give it. I'll <laughs> At give least it, it's even. I'll give it like three hundred and fifty balls. You giving it three hundred and fifty balls? Yeah, it was decent. Like, if I had obviously, like, I'll probably go ahead. We'll probably go ahead and watch the episodes that are on tonight. See if it got any because it got be- way better in the second episode. I thought. Yeah. So I mean, there's potential there. Maybe by the end of the series, it could be like it could end up bringing it at home. You know, maybe. maybe it's just the breakup, the breakup the break part up. of it, <laughs> or breaking up it, breaking it up. That's that's uh, messing with the rhythm. Maybe, Who maybe, knows? possibly. We'll see. Okay, we have some gifts. Yay! Yay! Uh, we get we uh, actually. I don't. I don't have the. Unfortunately, I don't have the graphic because of the technical issues. What graphic. 
uh, for it to show you guys the oh. P.O. box. But I, I'll go ahead and let you know here. We did get a P.O. box, and we're trying uh, – we have these uh, poster holders back oh, here oh, oh. that we're going to try over the course of the next half on, season okay. to fill up with stuff to hang up behind big us. Big poster. Yep, big poster. So any I should probably note- take it out of the plastic wrap. <laughs> Any notes, uh, anything flat that we can notes, throw in there? Pictures, drawings, that we can paste knitting. In there. Just if it's flat, yeah, knitting. you can just send them. And this is addresses on the website at greetingsfromstorybrook.com, too. Yeah. It's a greetings from Storybrook, P.O. Box two six four one, Ackworth, Georgia three zero one zero two. Again, that's P.O. Box two six four one, Ackworth, A C W O R T H, Georgia three zero one zero two. And we'd love to get it. And we got some from uh, Patty this Patty, week. Patty, who gave Gallivant four hundred and twenty five point six balls. I I, I don't want to know point, about point, point six, six of a ball. Of all. Yeah. Nope. Nope. I have we're to not ask Tom Green it. about that. Oh, one. Okay. All right. Oh, Jasmine. Oh, is Jasmine in there? <laughs> I tuned in late because I was watching the crummy Golden Globes. WTF is Bill wearing? This is much better than that awful <laughs> awards show. Oh, I'm wearing Hi, a little Jasmine. like what is this? Like it's a little a wolf. Raccoon, a wolf hat. It's a wolf. I am Wolfkin. No. You're okay, just, you want to show? Me? That, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, well, since Jasmine's like, "Hi, Jasmine, look, he's still here." Well, yeah, we what? showed off your cutout early. Earlier, your yes. rumple cutoff. So, cut, cut out. Oh, I don't have my camera. Look, we need like... to put cutoffs on rumple. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, Patty sent us a very small and perfect um, sorcerer's hat. Yeah, I'll have so to show So we it to now the have control of the sorcerer's hat, so we everything do. is okay. Once the stars align and <laughs> the seventh seal, and I, I get my the, the guy who lent me a dollar for a sandwich when I was 14 and <laughs> bumming money outside of Respects Food Mart. You can add it to your pile of goodies. Yes, right I am, there. along with the Gotham badge and everything. Okay. <laughs> then... <laughs> Oh, once calendar. Oh, once upon a time, 2015 a ch- calendar. Which I think I'm totally going to have to do like a countdown mm. in it to the first episode. You, really Yeah, and, and we are going to uh, – we're definitely going to hang it up back here yeah. uh, along with the posters and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it, it'll be out. What was Patty's fa- – actually, why don't you go ahead and read the note from Patty? Okay. Go ahead and read the note from Patty. Hold on. I'm getting I'll the note. I'm getting the note. My neck. Ha! They want us to be the host for the Golden Globes next year. I don't know if they'll – Hashtag Bill and Anne-Marie for GG. <laughs> oh, Gigi. Um, okay. It is true that Mr. Gold no longer has the sorcerer's hat, but at least you guys have some form of it. Sincerely, Patty. P.S. I hope you enjoy the calendar. My favorite character is August, even though my birthday is July. Do you know what? Do you remember what month August was? Yes. It's probably on the back here, isn't it? Well, I was just supposed to say it's my month. Um, no, it's Emma. It's one of Emma's. Oh, oh, I thought I was thinking August, like the character. Oh, August. yeah, there's no character August, unfortunately. Yeah, I'm no. trying to it find... was, it, she was being punny. Yeah, unfortunately, it uh, it got a little wrinkled in shipping, but that'll be okay. okay. Oh, August is Belle, actually. Oh, it was Belle? Yeah. Oh, that's right. August is Belle. Because I was like, August yay, my birthday's awesome. But thank you so much, yay, Patty. We, we, we really appreciate it. We'll get that calendar hunt up by the next time we do an episode. I, and we'll put the note in the thing. And P.O. Box 2641, Ackworth, Georgia 30102. If you want to send us some stuff. Just a letter. We like a, li- a little drawing of a once character. <gasps> I we'll, want to doodle. Someone doodle something. If there are artists out there who listens to listen to us, we'd love a little sketch of us. Here, <gasps> we'll pose for it. I'm sure the audio listeners love that. <laughs> okay, and we also wanted to plug, we have uh, coming up in a couple weeks, we we're, we might uh, draw, actually, I think it's next week. What is? I, I believe uh, the what if. Next? Wait, what if? Yeah. No, the, it, next week is the first episode. The first what if episode, right? What if? Yeah, I believe so. Um, and if I'm wrong on this. Oh, yes. Yeah. 
Yes. I, oh, Sorry. If you guys know Hope, uh, she she's a listener. She writes in all the time. Always always in the chat room when she can be and everything. Yep. Uh, she proposed to us uh, to do uh, for to cover the hiatus and everything to do a what what if episode of the show or three actually we're going to do three before ones comes back i missed that memo where where we take uh you know various plot points and things that have happened in the show and ask what if and kind of speculate on what would have happened if x had happened in the series like i don't know what if they had become the new dark one for example (gasps) you know uh, but, but, you know, just like big kind of like world shaking ideas like that. And it's just going to be a fun. We're, we'll probably have some magic juice. It'll be a good time. But I believe it is October 19th. Next October? October. M- or, or October. What How about talking January? About? Yeah, January. Uh-huh. January 19th at 8.30 p.m. EST. We'll have uh, links a, a, out on the social medias to mm-hmm. come join us in the chat room. Absolutely. Or you can go to youtube.universebox.com and subscribe. Which is where you might be watching us. Yeah, right you might be watching now. us right now and i uh, come join Rumor us for has that episode. It four people are watching <laughs> and we're, we're going to uh get some whatchamacallit uh commentaries out in the hiatus go. too oh, are we cool yeah we, we just need to sit down and record Do like it. two like two weeks in a row and we should be good actually okay so now let's Gosh. go into the woods into the woods into the woods into the woods i wish i wish to go to the festival i wish i hope i think i know into he, the woods. He knows the words better. I've only seen <laughs> well, it. The thing is, I uh, in I don't know if I've ever mentioned this on the show before. I used to work. I, I spent a summer living at a theater that ra- ran out of a barn called the Brook Hills Playhouse. And the first show we did Shout that out. summer uh, was called Into the Woods. Uh, if you, <laughs> you if may have heard, heard of it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, no, a really great show. But I heard it like a zillion times because I was crew. And I also I was also in the show. I had a cameo as, and I, I guess I'll do I'll do my line from the show. Okay, let's hear it. I, I was the, fact the baby. That you remember the oh. I I, I stood backstage and held a microphone to do the baby. So I'll give you guys my baby impression. I don't think I've ever done this on the show before. You haven't. Okay. And I would do that every night a few times when, when in the script it called for a baby. Uh, but <laughs> So I have a special love for this show. He does have a special love for this show. Anne-Marie, what did you think of the movie overall? Um, I liked it. I Into the Woods isn't my favorite show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I, I don't know. When I saw it in high school, it just sort of was like – I was like, what's going on here? But it was a high school <laughs> production. So there's that. Um and we did just go see this yeah like, we, we, um two months ago yeah we saw a, sh- a version of this uh, Kennesaw uh, done- State Kennesaw University. State yeah and it, it was it was good. good I thought it was a really good stage version yeah yeah but, but I mean the the sh- the movie was good too I just you know mm-hmm. I don't know yeah yeah you, you've always felt that you know it kind what of, I know <laughs> you, you've always felt that it kind of falls apart in the second act and that's, I'm one of those people that just wants the happy ending mm-hmm. I it, like it a happy to end ending. right there. I yeah, I really mm. could use the movie to end right there. Yeah, you 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 want the uh you want the appetizer. You don't want the meat and potatoes kind. I mean, I'm okay <laughs> with some meat and potatoes. We could, if we could mix in the meat and the potatoes mm. bef- with the appetizer, I guess that'd be good. I don't know, I'm very <laughs> okay. But uh, let's see. <laughs> what did you think about it? I I liked it. I liked it. I th- I thought it was pretty good. Again, uh, act act two like is slow. Even though I really like the message of act two and the presentation of act two and a lot of the songs in act two. Right. Act two is just slow, especially 
after after uh well what, what they cut in this this yeah. version but the uh the duet between the father and the son after that is like glacial pace but right. at the same time sondheim sondheim has a lot of thematic dialogue he has to get out in songs he has to get out to kind of tie everything up there before right. they kill the giant too so i mean it's understandable but i mean overall i liked it i thought everyone was well cast uh with the exception yes um, a lot of people have been like going gaga over Mer- Meryl, Streep. Meryl Streep in this. Like, I more like Meryl Week. Oh, yeah. such a bad joke. I, 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 <laughs> I liked her well enough. She did a fine job. She did as good as I've ever seen Meryl Streep do. And I like Meryl I Streep. I love Meryl Streep. But I didn't think she was a very good witch no. overall. Like, uh, she did fine, but she wasn't this big revelation like a lot of people were no, saying. No, it was definitely not, like, the end-all be-all. She wasn't the best performer of the show. Oh, definitely not. By any stretch. Definitely not. Um, And, I mean, well, I'll let you... You sort of pointed it out oh, okay. about the costume. Y- yeah, but uh, well, I'll let you take that in a okay. second. But I- I've just, you know, I've seen several versions of this show now and several mm-hmm. taped versions of this show and everything. And honestly, I've like that college production we went to, I thought The Witch was better. S- was a lot better. And back at Brook Hills, back when I was like 12 or whatever. I- or 19, whatever. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I thought that witch was better too. And she wasn't that good. <laughs> Like, now I'm curious who it was because I'm sure I know them. Well, actually, uh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll tell Leave you. Leave it offline. Keep it offline. Um, <laughs> okay, in the costuming, mm-hmm. um, this is another point where actually that Kennesaw did a lot better, I think, than the movie. Mm-hmm. The transformation between Ugly Witch and Pretty Witch. Yeah. You could see it. You could mm-hmm. see a clear difference in the stage show um yeah where even the though movie, it's still, even though it still had the same feel like it's supposed to right you it know? should but maybe maybe it was the hair because that mm-hmm. character had like a head thing on as the <laughs> evil witch and then mm-hmm. not um but maybe it's because they kept her hair blue or whatever was it blue yeah or it, gray like it was it looked like really blue, dark it looked like blue cotton candy or like or something it was, that, it didn't work for me. It just st- stayed too well, similar. Like, even when she was the pretty witch, mm-hmm. like, she looked like something you'd find in an attic. <laughs> you know? <laughs> just, like, dusty and cobwebby. Like, like a... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a marionette. That's the word. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's, actually, that's mm-hmm. exactly what she looked like, was a marionette yeah. witch. And, I mean, even her vocal performance was fine and everything yeah, else. Like, like this is no... Sl- if Meryl Streep is listening, because I know she's a listener to this <laughs> podcast, we're not slamming you, Meryl. <laughs> we love you, Meryl. Especially in adaptation, you were great. But this was not your not your best work. This isn't your best work. But then again, everyone else is telling her it's her best work, so maybe it is. Maybe it is. We just don't know anything. <laughs> no, Anna Kendrick. However, mm-hmm. she was awesome. You liked Anna Kendrick. I love huh? Anna Kendrick. Mm-hmm. I love her anyway. This was my first time seeing this her. Was, in yeah, anything. this was really your first exposure yeah. to her. She was good. She was good. Yeah, like actually uh, on the steps of the palace, uh-huh. I, especially with the with the staging of it and everything, it was really like, good. Yeah, like it was probably my favorite version of that song, which is one of my favorite songs in the show. Yeah. I've ever seen. Yeah. On the steps of the palace. That was off key. Yes. <laughs> off key. Yes. It was, but no, I just mm. I thought she did really good. At all points of it, like yeah. What, one thing with her is, I didn't like a lot of times when I, I when I see this show, I mm-hmm. get the impression, like I get the clear impression that Cinderella is very happy ending up with the baker, like romantically. Mm-hmm. Like any version I've seen made that pretty clear. Mm-hmm. A- and this one, I really didn't feel it. Mm-hmm. I didn't really I, like. I felt I felt like she was going to be his nanny. 
<laughs> you know, I didn't feel like I didn't feel like they were going to be husband and wife. Like I do, I've yeah. done, I've felt most of the stage versions. I can see that. I can, so I can see that. Yeah. You know, that was a little weird. That's a little weird. But it, I mean, there were really there were a lot of changes between this one and the stage version. Like, uh, for for example, I in, in this was like what, what's that? Patty wants to see me squeal Meryl Streep again. I don't even remember squealing. <laughs> I tend to do things like that, like. But uh, one of the big things, the big things that uh, got under my skin with with, uh, Disney's take on Into the Woods is uh, (laughs) – I I get really upset about this. No, they completely cut the narrator part out of it. Yeah, you love the narrator. And they they cut the the part of the baker's dad almost completely out. Right. And and one, uh, the narrator I think really works well because it's a – when the narrator dies, it's a very like even more than so than especially I guess with the movie because you don't have the intermission. Right, it's a very clear signal. Okay, we're not in happy fairy tale land anymore. Right. We're in real world. Everyone dies and everyone's horrible to one another kind of thing. Right, and, and it's very when the narrator goes away, you're like, okay, no one's in control of this story anymore. Right, and it just it kind of fell flat thematically for me. And also, uh, what's the duet uh, that they do? No more. Uh, but no more crying. I I I, th- I think I think that that uh, musical theme begins in this with the oh. father and the son, and and I, they they played a little bit of it like in the background. But I I really miss that song too because like honestly when I was stage crew for this show after that song I pretty much checked out. Like I would always because I really liked the actors who who performed who, who were playing those parts. I would sit back in the light booth and watch that song, and then I'd go down to the lobby and get the popcorn and stuff ready for everyone coming out of the show. But I had to see that song. So it was kind of nice. sad for me to uh, – for the narrator not to be there. Although when we went to see the college version, they did a really weird thing with the narrator. He was like this reporter in like Vietnam or yeah, something. I actually and really liked him. It, it was like – it was one of those very kind of like – esoteric theater things where they had like a 500 word essay in the program explaining yeah they weren't reading that yeah but uh you know it it was just interesting Mm -hmm. but uh Mm -hmm. and i also you know johnny depp as the wolf was fine i kind of hate that they didn't do the double casting with the prince because that kind of is supposed to say something thematically But, you know, I, I, I can live without that. I can understand. They, they, they want to with, Johnny Depp. With a name like Johnny Depp or Chris Pine, it would get confusing really quick, right? Uh, but I, 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 And I also didn't need to see a big furry phallus or anything on the wolf. But I thought Johnny Depp kind of played it safe. and it, may, It's still Disney. Well, I know. I, and I, I'll get there. But oh, sorry. No, I, I mean, it, it felt pretty safe and... I know they had to do it because it's Disney and the actress they have playing Red is like age appropriate where usually it's, you know, someone who's sev- at least 17 or 18. Yeah, she definitely was. In the stage. Yeah, she was like legit like 14. 13 or 14, something like that. And so I can understand why they had to pull back on it a little bit. But not having the double casting and having to pull back that much on it, it's almost not worth being there because it just seems bad. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just seems it just seems creepy, and that's it. Where it's saying something in the show, and uh, you know, there, there's uh, some implied like sexual aggression from the wolf in that scene in mm-hmm. the stage play, which really ties it comes back in a lot of Red's lyrics later on in the show. Like uh, uh, there, I, and I learned things there are many mm-hmm. yep, that many I never thought things. to explore. Mm-hmm. I and uh, nice 
uh, or what is it? Nice doesn't mean good or something, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. And they, it kind of falls flat because it, it's not as overt. And mm-hmm. also the scene in Granny's house I thought was very weak because they, mm-hmm. they, they, they didn't show any of the devouring or anything. They didn't show no. any of the rescue really. No. You know, so it kind of just undercut it yeah. a little bit for me. I can see that. Mm-hmm. I can see that. And, and the, the one other big change I kind, I kind of had a little little bit of a problem with was the fact that Rapunzel – and I think uh, you uh, kind of dozed off for a minute. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> Shh. That Ra- didn't happen. Rapunzel and her prince survive. They ride off into the sunset together, which always – like the fact that the baker uh there's this whole subplot where the baker has this sister out there that he doesn't know about right oh so we didn't get yes i fell asleep yeah but we didn't get to that well the thing is in the stage show the baker never even finds out about it like and that's kind of the point that you know sometimes there are things that are very important in your life that just blow you by because you're too busy with other stuff Mm -hmm. and the fact that rapunzel rides off into the sunset and she's still out there means that eventually the baker could find her which kind of undercuts that message that you know sometimes while you're concentrating on what's really important to you in the moment you're going to miss out on the bigger broader story that might have brought you even more happiness sort of thing okay so I, i kind of wish they had you know killed her off had they had the giantess step on her but you know overall nothing too big nothing no. earth shattering i'm I, I if i was steven sondheim i'd be okay having my name on this you know more or less um okay so we sort of we already talked about mine a little bit mm-hmm. but one of the thing that eh, this yeah um thing that i could bring up is is it weird that i wanted the the blinding to be a little more severe the blinding felt very gentle no it should be vicious yeah it wasn't vicious mm-hmm. it didn't um, you know, in a movie, you can get so close and do so much. Yeah, where in a stage play, like you just did... have to kind of imply it. Right. But I, it was more believable in that play. Mm-hmm. I felt like I could see it more and we weren't close. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we weren't in the in front couple rows. So I it... wish. Sorry. Go I ahead. To go to the festival. I wish. Um, stop it. <laughs> that song will not be out of my head for a month. Um. Yeah, no, I wanted, like, the things like that, and, well, well, I'm just going to pull my other point up, that I really liked a lot of the minor characters, Mm -hmm. like the wicked stepmother and stepsisters. Oh, yeah, that was great. That was the lady from uh, Just Shoot Me, wasn't it? No, it's not Just Shoot Me. I don't remember what show it was, No More Into the Woods. No, don't worry about what I'm typing. What is he doing (laughs) over there? Um, Oh, No More. Anyway, um... I thought they were awesome. I really, really enjoyed the foot cutting scene. <laughs> Apparently, oh, yeah. I just wanted gruesome in this. Yeah, because uh, it, it felt a little more gruesome, even though they didn't, they re- didn't really show. They didn't anything. show it, but you could sense it mm-hmm. more. What What are you doing? I'm looking at lyrics. Stop looking at lyrics. Oh, go ahead. No more riddles. No more just. No more curses you can't undo, left by fathers you never knew. No more quest, mm-hmm. no more feelings, mm-hmm. time to shut the door, mm-hmm. just no more. Go ahead. That's pretty much all I got. I just had to hear it, make sure I got it right. That's a pretty weak clap. Okay. It was a pretty weak performance, too, so... <laughs> sorry guys okay he sorry. wanted a good sorry clap. to interrupt you i got nothing 
Oh, <laughs> I was done. It's pretty much the same. Well, you said this was the musical episode, so I figured... Oh, it's the musical Why don't you pull up some lyrics while I talk? You don't want... N- <laughs> nobody wants that. Okay, um, in... Uh, Actually, speaking of music, though, um, I just wanted to say I I think they did a great job with the music all around. Uh, There were were some like key changes and stuff like that. But I mean, you adapt to the singers singers. you have, you know, Uh, but everyone was very accurate and their phrasing was very precise and strict and good, which is Sondheim. You have to be Mm -hmm. because Sondheim is like these. It's like an Einsteinian equation Mm -hmm. of like music you know it's it's very complicated you have to get all the beats right and everything and they did just a beautiful job this is where it really shows that i have zero <laughs> musical talent whatsoever i don't say none of this i'm I, just like oh pretty song well to be fair i only have four musical talent so <laughs> come with me out of a hundred <laughs> anyway got negative 20 no but i also enjoyed that you heard uh, not only snippets of songs that got cut but snippets of songs from other Sondheim musicals as interstitial music. Oh, yeah? Which I thought was really cool. And a lot of the times, like, I forget the specific example from Night, A Little Night Music, but uh, it was very fitting with, uh, with uh, the scene they were in, too. So I thought that was nice. And, you know, they, they, they made sure to serve the Sondheim theater geeks. Uh, and uh, let's see. I also... Uh, one more big complaint I had about the movie was that I thought it was a big mistake to actually show the lady giant. Cause, it felt weird. Yeah, in every stage play I've ever seen, it's always been – what is that the, where they put the the shadowed light? Um, On the scrim? Gobo or yes, – Yeah, Gobo. Yeah. It, I love they, Gobos. They have a Gobo or it's some sort of just like implication or they just flash the lights. Uh, and uh, ha- have the voice over, and they don't actually show. They very rarely show anything of the giant. Maybe the feet, but that's about it. But this, mm-hmm. not only did you get the feet and the hands and the shadow, but you also got a full facial shot of the lady giant right before, right as they were killing her. Right. And I thought, I don't know. I I've always pictured the giant a certain way, and it was way better than what was in the movie. But I think I'm pretty sure that's true for everybody. Because mm-hmm. I mean, across the board, what you can imagine is going to be way better than what anyone can come up with. Yeah. Because you, you don't have budget limitations or technology limitations. Right. But I, you know, I, I thought that was a little little bit of a mistake. But a little bit overall, pretty close to the stage play. I thought. Agony. Minus everything I've said for the past half half hour. <laughs> <laughs> um, Patty thinks you can actually sing pretty good and you should sing Agony. Agony? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, why don't you do your last point? I'll pull up some Agony lyrics. I don't have one. I already talked about it. Did you? It, think of it something. What did you think of the baker, James Corden, who's probably never going to act again because he's on the Late Late Show now? Oh, is he? Yeah, he's uh, taking over for Craig Kilborn. Oh. Or not Craig Kilborn. Whoa. <laughs> Hello, 20 years ago or something. I <laughs> know, uh, uh, Drew Carey Show guy. Uh, Craig Ferguson? Craig Ferguson. That's it. Drew Carey. Craig Kilburn. <laughs> nice. Um, I liked him actually. Um I don't know, I'm not huge on the baker to begin with. Mm-hmm. But Oh, you don't like the baker? I don't know. I like him a whole lot better than the baker's wife. I'll tell you that much. Maybe okay, see I really like the baker's wife in the stage show that we saw. Mm-hmm. Well like I she was really good. And she okay, mm-hmm. to me she looked like a baker's wife. Yeah. Where Emily Blunt did not quite look not like an, a baker's I wife. I actually thought it was the the lady from uh Titanic almost the entire yes, movie. You did. <laughs> yes, you did. And she would love you for thinking that she was that young. <laughs> It was like but a 10-year age difference. See, well, like, the baker's wife is always, like, next to the witch, it's the biggest female role in the show. And it, it, probably probably the most uh, challenging role in the show oh, for, for an actor or actress, really. Mm-hmm. Like, like, but I, I've always, like, I, I've always kind of 
glom because like the thing is the baker's wife you can always appreciate her talent but the way the character goes right at the end mm -hmm. is kind of like yeah uh, but the baker I, I think you can kind of root for the baker throughout well, yeah you do i mean he's a little wishy-washy in the first act but he comes around yeah. he rallies you know mm-hmm did I abuse her, uh. show her disdain? Why did she run from me? If I should lose her, how shall I regain that heart she has won from me? Agony beyond power ah. of speech. Oh. When the one that you want is the only thing out of your reach. Okay, there you go, Patty. You're welcome. <laughs> all i got okay and i shouldn't have done that do, do, do. out of 17 cows as white as milk how many cows as white as milk do you give the movie adaptation of into the woods 13 and a half why i really did like it i love a musical they make me happy i just can't it just end at the happy part <laughs> it can when you watch it on home video you can just hit stop and it will <laughs> Yeah, that's actually a big problem when they do uh, stage versions of this show. And I noticed this when I was uh, working at Brook Hills, too, is a lot of people leave it in intermission. Why? Because they think it's over. What is wrong with people? Well, that's like the natural stopping point for 99% of stories, especially fairy tale stories, you know? Yeah. Like, and if you leave at that point, you're like, oh, it was just kind of like this dark, twisted mashup of all the fairy tales. That was cool. But you don't realize how dark and twisted it is until you get to the second. <sighs> how many? Uh, 17 cows as white as milk? That's what you said, yeah. I'll give it 15 You're cows as white as milk. Yeah, I thought it was really well done. And I mean, it's the only version of Into the movie version of Into the Woods we're probably going to get for 20 years. So. One would hope. Let's, yeah. let's honestly just hope mm -hmm. because let's just let's be creative, Hollywood. Come but on honestly, if, I feel, if I'm in an Into the Woods mood, I'm probably going to sit down with the Bernadette Peters version. Oh my gosh! The amount Although, of no 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 the amount of times I need to see it. Bernadette Peters, Bernadette Peters, Bernadette Peters. I'm like. Although Felicia Rashad, uh, Claire Huxtable from the Cosby Show, I, I guess she stepped in for Bernadette because it's uh it's her with the the rest of the cast from the Bernadette Peters version, and it's pretty good too. Costuming's much better than Meryl Streep, for wow. sure. But okay. yeah, yeah, I liked it. Good. Okay, uh, Good to wrap up here, we have some uh, listener questions and feedback. As always, you can email us at greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. Tweet us at GFStoryBrook. Uh, Facebook is facebook.com slash greetingsfromstorybrook. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Also, if you want to, you know, before we do the What If episode, mm -hmm. I'll go ahead and just throw that episode out there. What if X character became the dark one? instead yes uh why don't you send us your, send us your ideas out for what if on that and we'll read those as feedback for the what if episode totally uh, but you want to go ahead and read our first letter which is from patty who's in okay. the chat room i would just like to point out yes she said 15 cows as white as milk and 15 out of 15 of bill and Anne racing for the episode as a whole <laughs> thank you patty you're ever so kind um and so we'll never get a musical episode of once but at least we got one of greeting yay, yay. You know this isn't the last one of greetings. We Cheers. tend to sing too much. And On I, the steps of the palace. That's why, that's why I picked that one for your wine tonight. <laughs> okay, Patty. Um, after Bill verified that fan mail could be answered this week, I decided to call in and give a thought on Galavan and Into the Woods. Like once, these shows were shown to redefine the genre of medieval fairy tale by showing us what we know and adding a twist. In the film Into the Woods, we do see the character get their happy ending and and its aftermath. Despite the fact that the character did get what they want, we learn the new problem 
new problems have arose after the previous problems have been resolved, which is something similar we ironically finally find in the ongoing series of Gallivant, where despite <laughs> the fact uh, Madalena chose fame and fortune instead of love, we also get a year later mu- – wait – we also get to a year later, much to surprise of no one, that their marriage isn't a happy one, which making which making us excited since I am hoping at some point the king will find out about her infidelity <laughs> and she will be executed for adultery. <laughs> wow. Um, which has nothing Pretty to do with prediction. the character. <laughs> I could see that. Um, back in the day, there was no such thing as divorce. Since mm. you were more likely to get hit by a lightning pole than to get a divorce, the marriage usually ended with a death. Well, I, that reminds me of a completely off topic, but I heard like this historical antidote. I forget the king, but he found out his wife was cheating on him. Mm-hmm. So he went and had uh, actually, you know, since we're already talking testicles this episode, uh, but uh, had his testicles removed, put in like into his hollowed out head and stored on a shelf in her room as like, don't do that again. Creepy stuff. The guy? Yeah, the guy she, she, was, she was cheating, cheating on with, the king with. Had him killed? Had him killed. Had his took testicles his testicles, put, put in a hollow like bowl, hollowed out head thing and put it up on a shelf in her room. So yeah, wow. when you say get medieval, that's what you're talking. Wow. <laughs> but okay. anyway, go on with Patty's letter. Oh, bad. Just a little history suck. lesson. I forget the name of the king, though. I don't want to know. Okay, one doesn't have to look so far uh, since Anne Boyle or Bol- Anne Bol- Boleyn. Boleyn. Oh, oh, sorry, I can't read. Um, was falsely executed in the same crime by her hubby, King Henry VIII, which is a double standard as apparent since it was pretty obvious that Anne Boleyn may not have cheated, but Henry Shore did, and no <laughs> one was executing him. I think in some way, the theme of choice and sacrifice is apparent, which does make it entertaining to watch, which is a thought I hope you agree with. Uh, yeah. If not, then I'll understand. No, no, we hate the double standard. Yes. It's stupid. Very much so. Very much. Very much. Okay, here we have a letter from Other Anne Marie. Uh, Hi, Bill and Anne Marie. Howdy. Uh, and uh, the first section is Gallivant. Oh, what a delightfully tacky show. <laughs> I enjoy musical type shows, and this one is just hilarious. It reminds me of a lot, a lot of The Princess Bride. Very much yes. so. Yeah, a lot of the same kind of humor. I remember uh, Timothy um, Amundsen uh, from Psych, and he is amazing in, in his role as the king. I, yeah, agreed, other Anne-Marie. Uh, we, we liked him as the king. I just didn't like his psalm that much. Uh, he has these quirky moves, which make makes everything even more preposterous. All in all, I can say I will definitely keep watching this series. Uh, now, as far as Into the Woods, I didn't know anything about the musical before watching the movie and was not familiar with the music. I like the fact that this movie kept close to the original fairy tales. I did think that they started dragging a bit with this... Uh, they started dragging a bit with the song and expected the movie to finish much <laughs> earlier. There were definitely parts I liked, but the movie didn't leave a big impression with me since I forgot most of it already. <laughs> I would love to hear what uh, you guys thought of the show and the movie and how much you thought of Once While Watching. Other Anne-Marie. No, that's a good question. We didn't really do that. Um, yeah, it really didn't pop into my head too much, really. It did with Gallivant. You know why? Same mm-hmm. sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, I know that castle. Oh, look, there's someone riding on a horse by the ocean. I've seen that before. You know, I do I do remember when I was watching Into the Woods, thinking about Rapunzel in comparison to the 
like a, the Once Upon a Time version of Rapunzel and how important Rapunzel was in Into the Woods and how unimportant Rapunzel was in Once yeah, Upon a Time. Yeah, that still bothers me. That was actually probably my main point of contrast, uh, probably between the two. Although, uh, I don't know. I could I, In Chris Pine's character, I could see a little bit of like philosopher charming kind of swagger going on <laughs> for sure. Okay. Uh, you want to read this one from Dawn? Dawn? Okay. I overscrolled. Sorry. <laughs> All right. I just saw both. Into the Woods was a bit much singing for me, but I really liked um, that it wasn't a plot I'd seen before and I really didn't know what was going to happen. Um, I really enjoyed Prince Charming and the Ugly Stepsisters so much. So I expected Gallivant to be some sort of cheap ripoff since it was released so close to the release of Into the Woods, but it's totally another thing. <laughs> um, I've seen the first two episodes now and I loved it. Um, the right amount of singing, the right amount of camp, and I really love everything about about it so far. Don Noir. Excellent. Thank you, Love Don. it. Yeah, and actually, I believe you were the piece of feedback that... Pushed us over into doing this into episode. Actually, yeah, into actually doing this episode. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Let me go ahead and add this to our shot, and we'll finish up with a voicemail Woo! from Wu. Wow. So that's what you were doing over there. Take it away, Wu. I've seen a lot of great fairy tale adaptations over the last few weeks. Before I saw Into the Woods, I saw Wicked for the first time on stage. Do yourself a favor if you're a fan of The Wizard of Oz, or if you're just a fan of green musicals, get a ticket when Wicked comes to your town or comes near your town, because it it is not a night wasted at all. It is one of the best musicals I've ever seen and heard. And it and it's also got a great message about friendship. So do yourself a favor and go see Wicked. Talking about Into the Woods, though, I was n- I had no interest in seeing Oz the Great and Powerful or Alice in Wonderland or Maleficent. I really had no interest in seeing these things because anytime Disney adapts something that's animated that quote unquote they created I feel that it loses a little bit of heart it loses a little bit of soul from what I enjoyed originally as a child Cinderella looks not like this it does seem a little bit different so I may go see Cinderella when it comes out but I was interested in seeing Into the Woods because I saw a production of this on DVD. Bernadette Peters actually played the witch. I thought everybody in this cast did a phenomenal job. I thought Anna Kendrick did a really good job as Cinderella. I thought Chris Pine, who I didn't know could sing before this movie, did a wonderful job as the prince. And I love his line about who he thinks he is as a prince towards the end of his story arc. I think that was the funniest line in the whole movie. I loved Emily Blunt. That's an that's another thing. They cut the agony reprise because oh, there's another version of that yes. where they talk about how they're not satisfied with their current lovers anymore, and they they found yes. they found Snow White and I forget the other one. One of them found Snow White, and the other one found another Disney princess kind of thing. Yeah, we'll say. I was I can't think of the guy who played Emily Blunt's husband, the baker James in Corden. Into the Woods. I thought Little Red Riding Hood did wonderful. I thought I thought Johnny Depp did wonderful, even though it was only a scene or two. He really captured the essence of being a sly, sly wolf. The one casting that really surprised me that I had no idea about was Tracy Ullman as Jack from Jack and the Beanstalk's mother. That really, really surprised me. Oh. Uh, 
that's another. I didn't realize that was. Um... Like that's another role in in Into the Woods that's mm-hmm. like very sought after by older actresses. Like, you know that? yeah, like it generally, generally, uh, it, when you have actresses and you're distributing them, distributing them into Into the Woods, mm-hmm. you put your best person as the witch, mm-hmm. your second best person as Baker's wife, third best person as Jack's mother. Mm. Even though she's not in it that much, yeah, like at all, she's really important because she has some of the strongest vocal parts in that first opening into the woods section so and uh oh yeah i also i I forgot to mention uh jack was okay jack was not okay he was he was okay and i i I liked uh his solo enough but i didn't think it was as kind of creepy as it needed to be sorry we'll go back to woo now um overall i really enjoyed this musical I'm trying. I'm trying to pick my words there very carefully because I don't know. Do I want to offend anybody? Because AMD and Meeks know as well as I know how passionate, you know, some <laughs> musical fans can be. With the exception of Les Miserables from 2013, Into the Woods was probably the best movie musical I've seen in the last five years. I really enjoyed it. Rob Marshall, who did Memo- you know, I would agree with that. Will Mars of Acacia and. And, of course, Chicago did a wonderful job finding people to orchestrate this music very, very well. It sounded fantastic. It was shot fantastic. I, I thought the casting for all, all the characters, especially Jack from Jack and the Beanstalk, who actually was the little kid in Les Miserables, did probably the best job of encapsulating cool. all the emotions that that character should, should convey. The only thing I, I could say negative... Because I don't think you can be a critic without saying both positive and negative things. If you're an Into the Woods purist, which is a funny thing to say, you're, you probably will not like this film because they do cut a lot of the meat of the second act out and they do kind of rush the ending, I noticed. But at the same time, me is, me is just, uh, me trying to be as unbiased as possible if I can find the words c- correctly. Um, I think cutting out most of the, the meat of that second act actually makes the story flow better as a movie. I could be wrong. That's just my opinion. Sorry, my voice is a little messed up. I'm getting over a sinus infection. But I hope you guys have a great show, whatever show this happens to be on. And I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> See you later, Meeks and AMD. Bye-bye. It made it into episode 106. <laughs> and thank you very much. I hope your sinus infection is better. You sent that. What? It didn't sound that bad. Well, like a few weeks ago, I think Wu sent that. So did he? Yeah, yeah, oh. I think so. Or not a few weeks no, ago. I, like I meant, days. I meant a few days ago. Yeah. Greetings from Storybrook at gmail dot com. Twitter at gs storybrook. The Facebook is facebook dot com slash greetings from Storybrook, and the voicemail number is four two four two seven four two three five two. And uh, just remember for our what if episode coming up. Yes. What if X character X. you pick the character X. became the dark one instead of Rumple? That's oh, your good. prompt. So uh, there's, get, there's get your, your task, cre- folks. Pull out your creative writing belts. Get it out. We'll, we'll read them all on the uh, feedback show. Okay. What? And, what? Okay. Um, actually, we have a new oh. a person that I don't know. J- Janita? Janita Smith. Janita? They found Snow White and Sleeping Beauty. Mm-hmm. And then Jasmine says, January, chow, 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 chow. February, chow, chow, chow. Anyone? Anyone? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get the chow chow. Where can people find you online? And by the way, I thank you, uh, Jean D. 
Dieta, I think, uh, Smith, uh, for watching. I, yes. Uh, it's always great to have new viewers. We like, we like uh, new, let us know how to pronounce your name. Especially new people to cor- correct us. Yeah, um, exactly. And answer our questions immediately. Um, you can find me on Twitter and actually Instagram, too, um, at Simone or follow my blog stuff at CCHC blog on Twitter. And my Twitter is at Bill Meeks. Uh, you can, I, well, I won't say the Google Plus everything. anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'll say, uh, you know, the, the uh, new Dog Boy episode is coming mm-hmm. out here very shortly. And you can find more information about that at dogboyadventures.com. And you can follow both of us both as of us. we do our other projects. Uh, we have a new podcast coming out yes. called Universe Box. Keep an eye on our social media for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's coming out. First episode's next week. Um, and, <laughs> How is it already? Next and we do a week? podcast about the Fox TV series Gotham. You can find at legendsofgotham.com. Okay, well, I guess that's about it. And we'll see you next week for the big What If episode with Hope and Michael Lucero. <laughs> We're excited. It'll I'm be so fun. excited. It'll be it, awesome. It's not just like a junk commentary episode, it's like an actual Some episode junk with me. Commentary. <laughs> Until next time. Greetings from, from Storybrook. Into the woods. I want to go to the festival. Home before dark. Lunch. Lunch? Ooh, lunch. Lunch, please.